Lively Nation, what's up? Welcome back to another podcast. Brad Guthrie here. Today, I want to talk about foods that negatively affect fat burning in particular. We're going to talk about the glycemic index and the glycemic load, which is more important. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Live Lean TV podcast. My name is Brad Guthrie, and we're on a journey to show people how to live lean 365 days a year while enjoying what you love. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get the show started. What's up, Live Lean Nation? Brad Duffer here from LiveLeanTV.com. So today, I'm gonna to be talking about the glycemic index and the glycemic load of foods and how they affect your fat burning. But first, here's a little story. Tell me if this sounds familiar. You wake up, then of course you go to the bathroom, then you come out to the kitchen and you make yourself a healthy breakfast consisting of special K cereal, and since you're on a fat loss diet, you pour some skim milk over top, then, you top it with some healthy sliced bananas. And then other days when you're in a rush, you may simply opt for a low fat bagel with margarine. Sounds like a healthy breakfast for fat loss, right? Well, maybe if healthy meant spiking your blood sugar with a quick overload of sugar. So just think about it. What is this breakfast mainly comprised of? Carbohydrates. And every carbohydrate in this breakfast has a higher glycemic rating on the glycemic index. So first, what is the glycemic index? So the glycemic index is simply a measurement of how fast 50 grams of carbohydrates in foods can raise blood sugar levels after they are digested. So the higher the number, the quicker and more drastic rise in blood sugar levels occur two to three hours after a meal. So foods that raise blood sugar levels quickly are classified as high glycemic carbohydrates. The lower the number, the slower the sugar finds its way into the bloodstream. These foods are classified as low glycemic foods. And as you know from previous episodes, when blood sugar quickly rises, excessive amounts of insulin is required to remove the sugar from the bloodstream. This secretion of a lot of insulin also releases that fat storing LPL enzyme that turns your body's fat storing switch on. So even though cereal is often marketed as a part of a healthy, balanced breakfast, most cereals have a 60 to 110 ranking on the glycemic index. So if your goal is fat loss, I typically recommend people limit the amount of foods with a glycemic index rating higher than 55. So next, what is the glycemic load? So the glycemic load of a food calculates how fast a serving of a carbohydrate-rich food raises blood sugar levels. So foods with a glycemic load of under 10 are considered low and have little negative impact on your blood sugar. If the rating is between 10 and 20, they are considered to have a medium impact on your blood sugar. And if it is above 20, it's considered to have a high impact on your blood sugar. And foods with a higher glycemic load are also often classified as trigger foods, meaning they tend to be addictive as they can increase your hunger and your cravings, leading you to eat more and more and more. So you may be asking, what is the difference between the glycemic index and the glycemic load? Well, to put it simply, the glycemic index measures how quickly carbohydrates break down and enter the bloodstream as sugar. However, the glycemic index does not factor in the amount of carbohydrates in the food. So a food could be a high glycemic index food, but it could have very little carbohydrates in a standard serving. So therefore, in my opinion, the glycemic load, since it factors in the standard serving size, is a better measure of how a carbohydrate will affect your blood sugar levels. So let's use an example. Water Watermelon. Watermelon has a high glycemic index of 72, meaning it is classified as a high glycemic carbohydrate. So does this mean that you should never eat it? Well, the answer is no. So the high glycemic index rating is based off consuming five cups of watermelon to get that 50 grams of sugar. 
not the standard serving size, which is just one cup. So the glycemic load of the watermelon is only 7.2, which classifies it as having a low glycemic load because once again, the standard serving size doesn't contain many carbohydrates. And since watermelon is mainly comprised of water, this means it has a lower glycemic load and a lower impact on blood sugar levels. So before judging the glycemic effect of a certain food, go over to the blog livelingtv.com and I'll put the link below. We've included a list of the glycemic index rating of the foods and the glycemic load. And guys, there's also a way to limit the negative effects when you eat high glycemic foods. So if we lived in a perfect world, you'd eliminate all high glycemic foods if your goal was fat loss. But as a live leaner, we live in reality, meaning we strive for balance. Therefore, there is a food combining strategy that can help reduce the glycemic response of higher glycemic foods. So you can do this by eating lower glycemic foods with higher glycemic foods. So this will help the body trigger less insulin production, thus reducing the amount of damage that typically is caused by excessive production of insulin. So foods that lower the glycemic response include berries. So I'm talking blackberries, blueberries, cherries, and strawberries. Also foods high in healthy omega-3 fats and healthy sources of fat. So coconut oil, grass-fed butter, fish oil, olive oil. Also make sure you mix in some herbs and spices like fenugreek and cinnamon as they can help improve blood sugar response and insulin sensitivity. Also pickled foods can help improve insulin sensitivity and flavor your foods with lemon, lime, and vinegar. So guys, the next time you have a craving for pasta, just simply add some coconut oil to it. Or if you're craving cereal or oats, add a serving of berries on top with a few dashes of cinnamon. Or if you just want toast, add some natural strawberry jam or look for gluten-free bread made with the herb fenugreek. And if you want some yogurt, add some berries and some cinnamon on top. So bottom line here, guys, always stock your fridge with lower glycemic foods. Remember, fat-free doesn't mean these foods won't make you fat. It simply means that they are lower in dietary fat, which in a lot of cases is not a good thing since this means that manufacturers, when they remove the naturally occurring fat from the food, they need to add something back in to replace it. And more often than not, fat-free typically means that the food manufacturers have added in higher glycemic ingredients like sugar back into the food. So if you're ready to eat the Live Lean way, I highly recommend you join our group coaching platform called TeamLiveLean.com. This is where we share weekly meal plans including video cooking recipes that are quick, healthy, easy, affordable, and delicious to make. You'll also get a monthly workout program, access to our private Facebook accountability groups, and so much more. I always say guys, commit to invest in your body, your food, and ultimately your health. So think of the grocery store as your pharmacy. Invest your money into food, not medication. So thanks for watching guys, and keep living lean. Thank you so much for listening to the Live Lean TV podcast. It would truly mean the world to me if you go right now and leave a rating and review of this podcast on iTunes. Your words, they help us reach more people and grow our Live Lean mission. Thanks for listening and keep living lean.